0: Are you one of the many couples who began your relationship in what we call the high octane or honeymoon stage, but now life has you wondering, where did all that love and connection go?
1: Hey, if this sounds like part of your current story, welcome to the Red Truck Marriage Podcast. We want to help you experience God's best in marriage, a relationship that is stronger, deeper, and more exciting than ever before.
0: So meet my wife and co-host, Stuart Anderson.
1: And he's my husband and co-host, Dr. David Anderson.
0: It's time for you to become the heroes of your marriage story. So let's get started. everybody and welcome to the red truck marriage podcast
1: hello everyone we are so glad to be part of your marriage journey today we have another great episode it's number 40 and the title is setting your spouse and marriage up to succeed now we believe that this one's really going to make you think so if you're multitasking i'm going to encourage you just to lay some things down make some space and focus in today
0: Yes, that's good advice. And if you're in the gym, you probably won't be able to take notes. But you can take notes when you when you get home or something. Make sure you listen to this again. But this really is a topic that I think applies to every person that is married. Mm-hmm. Be- and here's why. Because when we set one another up in marriage, it really is one of those things that makes marriage so sacred, right? Um, but f- before we dive into that, honey... I want to give a shout out to one of our Red Truck Marriage community uh, listeners, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, This comes from a guy, his name is Cresho. And here's what he says. He says, I love you so much. Such a practical way to love my wife. I have learned so much in your last pod with Mark and Amy Bondi about how I brought so much baggage into my marriage relating to money. Thank you for helping me to see the ways I did not set my wife and my marriage up to succeed as it relates to money. I just love what he says here. Thank you so much, Cresho. I am so happy, and I'm speaking for Stuart, too, that we got to be a part of you learning new ways to love your wife. Like that episode with Mark and Amy Bondi about money and marriage— was so good. You know, honey, I like. I remember it like yesterday. Mm There's such good people. In fact, we need to have them on again.
1: That would be great. You know, it was inspiring to us to hear Crescio say that, that he wants to set his wife and his marriage up to succeed. So he might have inspired the title today.
0: He did inspire this (laughs) title today. And, you know, I I want to break down just for a moment uh, this whole idea of setting your spouse up but first, listen folks, please write a review and rate this podcast because it will just help us get our message out to more people and expand the red truck marriage community. So let's get back to show, okay? <laughs> and what he said. He wants to set his wife and his marriage up to succeed.
1: Yeah, and that's really gonna be the main point in this episode. What does it mean to set your spouse and marriage up to succeed?
0: Yes, that's such a great question. And you know, in my mind, the first order of business here is deciding like, what is success, right? Mm -hmm. What does that really mean? There are so many definitions of success in our world. I mean, if you think about it, but basically, for us, in the context of this episode, we're talking about accomplishments or success being like an aim. And it comes in really many, many forms. So today, we want to talk about it in the context of um, like that those bigger life dreams and goals, but also even the smaller, life dreams or goals like just those day-to-day things
1: oh yeah yeah when it comes to helping your spouse be successful you know you first have to know what those dreams and goals are whether Mm. they're the long-term ones that might have been put on the shelf or not and and the day-to-day goals that really will um, help you succeed and for for that to be known you have to have conversation with each other Mm.
0: And that's going to be the key. And we're going to talk a lot about that today. You know, um, honey, I am so amazed when I hear a spouse say, like, I've never really asked my husband Mm. or my wife about their dreams. Sure. You know, like they're able to talk about family goals or like wanting their children to grow up healthy or be really good people. Like, You know, couples can talk about those kinds of things, even financial stability, those kind of goals. But what about for themselves personally or emotionally or like in the area of creativity, like those kinds of dreams and goals that really, really matter, but they don't get talked about in their marriage?
1: Yeah. You know, like I just said, to have this kind of knowledge about your spouse you have to ask the questions, you know, real questions that are just really take you into a deeper conversation to know more about those dreams. Mm. You know, David, we often talk about meta messages, that the message behind the message. And when you ask me about my dreams or where do I want to be successful, the meta message is, is that you want to know me deeply or you care about what my dreams are. And that's a great feeling
0: no question and here's another meta message i think when we ask our spouse like what are your dreams the, the other meta message or that message behind that message right is you're just as important if not more important than i am like it's mm-hmm. not just about me accomplishing my goals my dreams right but when i ask you about yours like that says i care about yours and it matters mm-hmm. right so, you know, listen, I totally get that what, you, what Stuart just said, that it's a great feeling when we get asked that. You know, all of a sudden success begins to take on a deeper meaning. Perhaps it becomes things like this, like perhaps wanting to find ways to use my unique gifts for the greater good. Maybe that's a dream of mine. Mm. Or be able to recognize more easily when fear is preventing me from taking risk, like I, I want to lose fear that that keeps me locked down and from taking risk and you know setting goals and pursuing them, or maybe these dreams are things like um, showing better patience when I'm under stress, or or wanting to love out of desire versus a sense of duty, like those are. Those are personal dreams of mine, things that I want to do differently in my life.
1: Oh, and those lead to really a deeper conversation. And those mm. are those are great examples, but we also want to to make it known that equally important are the lighter things of life, you know, those daily goals, like maybe I simply want to be more successful at getting out the door on time mm. or or getting exercise more consistently throughout the week, and I'm struggling with that. Or simply getting food on the table at, at the right time and daily because, you know, we love to eat in. But the point that we're making is to know the areas of your spouse's life, what areas they want success, we must keep asking the question.
0: Yeah, and think about, like, how awesome a conversation like that would be between... Um, even, even like you and, and me, like when we have conversations where we're really digging into one another's hearts about our dreams, like that's a big time conversation. But you, you know what, folks, um, I think the other part of this is, which, by the way, I'm not going to make the mistake to assume the answer for couples when hmm. when we work with them, is do you care? Like, do you really care about knowing what your spouse's dreams are? Um, I I really mean that. Like, do you care, right? We've worked with plenty of couples over the years who get so wrapped up in their own pursuits that they don't really think to ask their spouse or consider that they can help set up their spouse for success.
1: I I said earlier, this podcast is going to make you think. So that was a moment right there to just take a breath and think, do I really care or do my actions show that I care? Mm. Does my conversation show that I care? You know, we often say on this podcast that that marriage is sacred, and this is one of the things that will make your marriage sacred. Who else is asking questions like this in your life?
0: Yes, and you know, I'm certainly not saying that this is always the case, but oftentimes the person in the marriage— who gets most of the attention or support to be successful is the one who is the primary breadrunner. Mm. Right? When this happens, the other spouse's dreams or desires, they they don't get attended to.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, usually there's just not time. Yes. There's not time. And we we miss the, the moment to be intentional about finding out about that.
0: Sure, and you know, I mean, I get it. You know, being the breadwinner, so to speak, uh, in in a lot of families, that's the case, particularly those with young children. You know, mm-hmm. oftentimes one of the spouses, again, oftentimes it's it's the mom mm-hmm.
1: or Not the wife. Not always, but most times, yeah.
0: You know, they they choose to like put their careers on hold and mm-hmm. and and stay home and and care for small children and. You know, that kind of thing. And we're not saying that's a bad thing at all. Mm -mm. You know, I I don't have any judgment on that whatsoever, one way or the other. Uh, Even for the mother and father who choose to put their children in daycare so they can both work. Again, no judgment with that. But when there is one person who is kind of that primary breadwinner, I get that that person gets a lot of attention, you know, a lot of setup for success. Because we have to make a living, we have to keep the lights on and food on the table and all of those things. But when that dynamic is happening, and that person who is doing primarily outside of the home work to raise money or to earn money, then when they get all of the attention, when the dreams and and, and support and the goals for that person only, then there is a big time and balance there. Right. Right.
1: Right. And the question is, how do you avoid that dynamic? I think we're talking about a situation where there's there's sometimes the other spouse is forced into the traditional roles because they really don't take a look at the fact that they are out of balance in that regard. You know, David and I have a term for it. We call it the balance of significance. Mm. And simply put, this balance of significance is created by just being intentional about asking the questions And just really desiring to do whatever you can to set your spouse up for success, no matter who the breadwinner is or who needs the greatest energy or support, you can't ignore the dreams and goals of the other spouse.
0: Yeah, I love that term, significance of balance, or or I said that backwards, the balance of significance. and. And between a a husband and a wife.
1: You know, there's a great scripture from the Apostle Paul in Philippians 2. And let me read it to you this way from the message translation. It says, put yourself aside and help others get ahead. Forget yourselves long enough to lend a helping hand. Mm. Mm.
0: I mean, that's a heart thing, right? Mm. And, And it's a mindset as well. Like, put myself aside to lend a helping hand, mm. like I'm telling you, friends, when when couples do that, when when Stuart and I do that, oftentimes we are like hitting on all cylinders because Stuart is feeling as significant as I am, and I am feeling as significant as she is. Like we're, there's this equal balance of significance. Listen, when when Stuart is successful, now this is a mindset then I am successful.
1: Mm.
0: I mean think about that. That that's putting Stuart first and it's and it's really creating this situation where, you know, that whole thing where two people become one. Like we're one in marriage, we're one in this partnership. We're one in this I do, right? So when I see Stuart being successful, then I am successful, just as successful as if I'm the one out there, you know, doing something really good or or pulling off an aim or a goal. When, when Stuart does that, man, I dance in the streets like I want to celebrate her.
1: Gosh, I love the way you describe that. That's exactly what we mean by being one in marriage. I mean, we always want to encourage people. I call it being on the same team, just being one. Remember that. It's the notion that God put us together and therefore the differences, you know, the gifts that we each have perfect each other. And it's what we call filling in the gaps to to create one in marriage.
0: I really like that, honey. And I'd love for you to say a little bit more about filling in the gaps as it relates to setting our spouse up for success. Say more about that.
1: Well, filling in the gaps is this concept that um, there are certain things that i am better at or in a better position to do than you are in it and it's um, could be the day-to-day things as long as helping as well as helping you with long-term goals you know it could be things like if you're busy writing content for our website or podcast then i'm the one that can go dry, dry that load of laundry mm-hmm. that we need to have dry, uh, dried Or if I need to proofread something that you just wrote on social media to help you out to speed up the process, then we're helping each other. We're getting the job done together.
0: Well, hold on before you go any further. Like that one really rang a bell. You know, I love what you said earlier about like your gifts perfect me. Hmm. Right, so one of your gifts I is said that
1: quietly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but when when you proofread, like I've gotten to the point where I don't want to put anything out there, you know, for the public to see, whether it be social media or you know those, uh, things on my website, until you perfect it. Like you get your eyes on it because you're so much better at proofreading and grammar and all that stuff. So I appreciate you setting me up that way for success.
1: Well, we help (laughs) each other in that regard. But yeah, it just makes us both better when we jump in and do it together.
0: Exactly. You
1: know, you help me because sometimes I want to, it could be I'm out of time and I want to go have a workout. And so you jump in and you finish dinner or cook dinner so those kind of things are what we're talking about. Yeah,
0: well, can I say this? What? Like what we said earlier about you know setting one another up for success in the big dreams right and also the small ones like the day-to day things. Mm-hmm. Like folks, I want you to hear this, right? So and, and this isn't a feather in my cap by any stretch, but I, I want to go with the example Stuart just gave. Like if she's busy writing content, something she's doing in her, you know, the notebook meeting um, business of hers, and maybe she's doing something on her website, and I hop in and, and maybe jump on dinner, okay? Like that's setting her up for success. That's helping her. Uh, I remember a, a few weeks ago, she had um, to go out of town and she was driving so like taking her car and, and go filling it up with gas, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's setting her up for success in the little things.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, let me talk about the big dreams and, and how we've helped each other and how you've helped me. It could be two situations that come to mind. One, when I wanted to pursue my master's, and mm-hmm. second, when I wanted to write my book, The Notebook Meeting. Both of those things took an inordinate amount of an ordinance amount of time out of our day and we had to schedule that so what helped us both is when we had our notebook meetings and we sat down and we planned it out and we looked long term how could I achieve these goals mm-hmm. and you were right there with me with the planning and the agreement on how our life needed to look and you know that's one way that we both worked intentionally to to set us up for success for me to finish those those sure two things
0: and and you know what It, it just, just from a practical standpoint part of having those notebook meetings for mm-hmm. for uh, planning was just simply opening up the calendar right and looking at okay this is you're trying to you know finish a chapter in your book I, I remember this like yesterday mm-hmm. you you want to kind of land a plane on that chapter by Friday-hmm And and it was helpful for for me to know that, right? By opening up the calendar, I I have that on my calendar as well. So what is it that I can do this week to help you reach that goal? Perhaps it's, you know, I'm going to plan dinner, yeah, right? Or I'm going to not plan to, you know, be out of town or even go play golf or, you know, like the smaller things, like how can I, you know, make myself available to set Stuart up to succeed um, the way she wants to.
1: Right. And and that kind of planning that we do with the notebook meeting just reduced conflict, period, because mm. we all knew what the plan was. So we we talked about this on a previous podcast episode. If you want to know more about the notebook meeting, it was episode 28, the notebook meeting. Or you can go to my website, thenotebookmeeting.com to um Get the book or learn a little bit more about it, but that—that's a tool that has helped us to plan and intentionally set up, set our marriage up, and set each other up for success.
0: Yes, uh, this is so good. It, you know, it really does come down to knowing how your spouse would describe success, and then deciding how to best serve them to that end. And by the way, you know, we say in our title of this particular episode, setting your spouse and marriage mm-hmm. up for success. Because when both of you experience support or that balance of significance that we talked about earlier, your marriage is collectively being set up for success.
1: Oh, it sure is. And and ultimately it is one of the things that mar- makes your marriage exclusive and sacred mm. when you're working together like that.
0: That is so good. And folks, I just hope you you're, you're being encouraged right now to to think about ways that you can really put jet fuel, if you will, into the intimacy of your marriage. We're always talking about driving the red truck, driving the red truck. And, you know, it, it's, it made me just think saying that we were just driving last night up the mountain oh, uh, yeah. to this meeting. <laughs> and this is totally off the subject and, and kind of in, in, in an indirect way. This is, uh, I think, spot on. But we're driving up this mountain, Right. And Stuart looks to her left and she says, look at those cows running. <laughs> you remember that? And so I took a peek over there and sure enough, right, here comes this farmer. He's dri- he wasn't driving a red truck. Right. It would have really been cool if Let's it had been.
1: Let's just say it was. It, yeah. was okay, it was a
0: red truck. It was <laughs> a red truck. But he's there he is or she. We couldn't tell if right. it was a male or female farmer. Right. But they were, they were driving toward the field. And those cows saw that vehicle with that dust, you know, rolling in the back of the truck. And they were running. They were (laughs) running. And listen, this is what we're talking about today. We're talking about what can you put in the back of your red truck, right? That will cause your spouse to run towards you, like where they feel significant. Like here comes the biggest fan in my life. And I know that because he or she wants to set me up for success. I, I that's the red truck, right. right? So, all right, listen, we're going to kind of land this plane, but I, you, as you know, we never do without giving you a call to action. So, I want to talk about a call to action as it relates to driving the red truck in your marriage in this area of setting your spouse up for success, setting your marriage up, creating this balance of significance.
1: Yes. So here's what we want to encourage you to do. First, have a conversation with your spouse about their dreams or desires. Mm. Find out what do they want to accomplish in their personal growth. Remember, it could be an emotional um, goal. It could be spiritual growth, or it could be career-based. Whatever's on their heart or mind, you know, some. Usually we keep those things to ourselves because nobody asks. Yes. And they, those dreams stay on the shelf. So we want you to start pulling those dreams off, off of the shelf.
0: No question. And did you hear what Stuart said? Like nobody's asking, right? And I do think that's true. There are very few people in our life, if any, mm-hmm. who like look at us in the eye and in a moment, you know, sipping a cup of coffee or something like just sitting down and hanging out and, and looking at you. And asking the question, like, what are your dreams? What are your dreams? Like, that's a big time question. And listen, after you do that, we want you to have a conversation about how you can help set up each other for success. Like, remember the little things and the big things. It, it, it may mean like some real sacrificial change in how you generally manage your day. Like if you're really interested in how can I set myself, my spouse up for success, it may be that there's some sacrificial things that I need to do with my calendar Mm -hmm. and with my time, my, my energy and my focus.
1: Right, right. And thirdly, you know, make sure that your discussion includes a look at the balance of significance that we talked about earlier, you know really take a look at that to see if the roles that the both of you have taken on in the family reflect a balance or an imbalance of significance and talk about how you can correct that or take a look at how you can support each other's dreams and goals
0: in fact you you could even like put a put a scale 1 to 10 mm-hmm. right 10 being so balanced it's unbelievable like there's just this balance of significance where five maybe not so much and and put a number on that now and then check back in like go two weeks go four weeks where you're really being intentional about this so you can then put another number on it and and where you can measure like watch this your success right Mm -hmm. in creating a balance of significance um Folks, listen, please, we tell you this all the time. I, 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 we really want to invite you to join us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, there's so much to get um, with our social media platforms. It's Dr. David Anderson, Impacting People, um, and also Put this in your mind. We said it earlier. Uh, Give us a review. um, Rate this podcast so you can help us get our message out to more couples. And who knows, you may be highlighted on a podcast episode.
1: You know, we really mean it when we say we love walking with you as we all try to navigate marriage. It's just not good to do it alone.
0: Yeah, you got that right. Uh, So remember, always drive the red truck in your marriage. Um, perhaps it's setting your spouse up for success this week. Bye for now.